the martini wow entertaining irreverent and hysterical hard to hit it is it mostly <laughs> what about you guys huh? <laughs> <laughs> what's that for well, don't put our address on a profile bitch what the fuck okay what? oh what are we saying <laughs> bonjour Ooh, bonjour. Ooh, bonjour. Ooh, bonjour. Bonjour. You know what I always think about huh. whenever I hear like that? Yeah. I think about Beauty and the Beast. Oh, bonjour. yeah. Lu- bonjour. bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour, Oh, the opening song. Yes, okay. it's yeah, it's so good. I love it. I, love it. I, <clears throat> I, I feel like anytime I hear bonjour, I just feel like it's this really pretentious Frenchman. Uh, obviously. Right, well, Because yeah. they're all pretentious. Yes. In some way or another. This and he has, like, a cigarette. He's like, oh, I'm just smoking my cigarette. And then he... Oh, that reminds me of bonjour. way back when you did your... Wasn't cancer having oh, a French accent? <laughs> yeah. I am the cancer. Yeah. That's perfect. Cancer has a French accent. We Apparently. Well, it's a little... Yeah. A little, <laughs> little feisty, a little rude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cancer Makes is sense. a little feisty, a little mm-hmm. rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, little gross. Yes. Um, so... they <laughs> gross. Yeah. Sorry, French people. You're welcome, France. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, listen. We all know, like, Our tens we, of we've seen of fans the over there have just left French, French armpits. Yeah, the, 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 that, well, that's European. Yeah, it's European. Uh, but I have to say, it must be that. women over here must dream, though, because it's like that's a lot of work. Come on, it people. Is. The I, legs, right? the pits, and wherever. And of oh. course, um, you and I are males who don't do that no and no. some guys I'm do it some guys go for you know they'll shave their chest and or their they'll wax it, and they'll wax yeah, it. yeah. No, no. it's a lot leg i did it before mm-hmm. it's yeah. never happening again i know i used to do it all the time when i was in my 20s yeah by the time you hit your 40s you're like i don't give a fuck if you have a problem with it then obviously we're not meant you're like this is so, like clearing the amazon here. right Can't and the it. other thing mm-hmm. is you can find plenty of people into you exactly you know what i mean so I'm that's like, the yeah, thing that's the I thing i got you yeah, yeah you no. gotta you gotta you know just find a better market yes that's it. it's true yeah mm. um done but anyways uh something you and i are excited for yeah. is well ex- excited is a, i don't know how it, to explain <laughs> it it's it is excitement but it's also a sheer fear sheer fear and there's Terrifying. also yeah. like this people be like why uh-huh. are you gonna do it because i feel like there's some sort of obligation that's been hardwired into me that i mu- i have to you have to. i have to yeah well so. it's it, okay i feel like it's the haunted house thing where you're like oh, right you it. i don't want to go but you do want it. to because you it. know it's gonna be sort of fun in yeah that weird, right sick thrilling way yeah i don't know about that but yeah <laughs> yeah well the movie the meg comes out uh the next meg. month the meg can we and, be honest yeah we were talking about this like a month ago yeah the 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 uh, posters don't do it justice. No, and no, so I had made up my story, and I thought, yeah. oh well, obviously the Meg is a Pixar film. It and looked it's like it. All about it totally a megalodon, huge yes. shark that a little girl befriends. Yes, and so it's yes. just this huge shark, and she's misunderstood. Totally, and the little girl totally. helps her mm-hmm. to connect to people so that she's cute and right. cuddly, and it's great. Right. That's not what this movie is. Not at all, because y- you and I both had that opinion. Of right, movie. it was perfect. I'm like, oh, cute. I right. can deal with that. Right. Oh yeah, cute. Yeah. Um, but then we saw the actual trailer for it. Turns <gasps> out. It is oh. literally if the if Jaws was turned into the Megalodon, the yeah. big giant yeah. prehistoric yeah. ten thousand foot shark. Even the previews are fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's like terrible. absolutely terrifying. But all you have to know is Jason Statham's in it. Yeah. And you know it's gonna be one of those action Yeah. You know 
crazy exactly movies. it's gonna be very, yeah and and yeah. i i think there's some jokes in there too so get ready for yeah. a lot of like dads to do Megalodon little yeah yeah and they're not the best but no, but he does like stuff in there but i will say mm-hmm. so they're deep sea in the preview so i'm not yeah. ruining anything i haven't even seen the movie yeah uh deep sea yeah. right they're in some i don't uh, know scientific thing right d- down deep in a little girl's plane and the big uh glasses around her and that's when the megalodon uh. tries to chomp through the glass all I've got to oh, say is, my God. all I kept oh, thinking, I, yeah. I would go through the scenarios in my yeah. head. How do you get to the surface? You well, because if you get With to the surface too fast, eaten. you get the the you get the, the bends. bends. So then you're yeah. dead. Yeah. If you stay and below, you the shark eats you. Right. And you're if dead. you don't, you're just floating in the middle, hoping to fuck that it exactly. has other things to eat. Oh, so what? I've I've heard this thing. If you okay. are okay. approached by a shark in the water. If you're, um, you, if you're approached, if you're approached, like, hi, do you mind? I, I just need to ask something. <laughs> so you punch it in the nose or the eye. Yes, I've heard or that. Or the gills. Or the gills, right? The gills, yes. In the facial but area. The nose, I definitely heard that one. Right. Yeah. First, my my first, yes, <laughs> my yeah. first question is, how do you punch in water? Because we know yes. that it's not easy. It's very slow motion. You hope that it lifts out of the water, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And also, are you going to remember? Because first of all, I'm Thank just going to flail. And, and hopefully, <laughs> in my flailing, I will hit it. Yeah. But I'm not right. thinking about, oh, I'm not a martial arts no. guy. So I don't know. I'm not disciplined in this shit. Exactly. Oh, also. So yeah. I'm hanging out with some friends uh, the other day. And... <laughs> I love really intelligent people, like smart, smart people. That's why we're always, friends. Yeah, right? Well, mm-hmm. they don't always think like us, right. right? And so the guy's like, one of my friends is like, well, Jonathan, just don't you feel, just think about it. The shark doesn't even like the way you taste. He thinks that's you're a true. seal. That doesn't make it better. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks you're a seal. I'm like, well, that's not my point. I don't want him to eat me at yeah, all. Period. So, no, that didn't make it okay. So if yeah. he bites you, you know, he didn't realize it was you. Well, fuck him. Yeah, Mistaken identity still got me killed. Still got me. He could think what? I'm a kill smoothie, but exactly. if he eats me, I'm dead. Right. Totally. So, so therefore, yeah. I don't. I yeah. get it. They want to mm-hmm. eat a seal. Apparently, we look like seals from below, especially if you're on a surfboard. Yeah. But that doesn't... That, that, Right. That didn't save my life to no. understand where the shark is coming I from. I love that you talk about it as if you have lived through a traumatic shark biting experience. What if I'm so terrified yeah. of it because it happens to me in a past life? Could be. <gasps> or maybe you were a seal in a past life. That's maybe true. Maybe true. Yeah. Or like a dolphin, oh but then as long as it's the gay shark. The gay shark. The mm. dolphin. As long as. Well, dolphins can. Like, they're cute, but they mm. can rape you. So well, I yeah. feel like. You're real, mm. yeah. But I guess it's better because you're still alive. Well, so you yeah. Know, I mean, get raped by a shark, or by a <laughs> the gay shark. If you had to have a uh, a sea encounter, <laughs> yeah. um, the the dolphin would be the right? better of the two. And the sea encounter I want is just riding the dolphin, <laughs> not the dolphin riding me. Thank That's you. That's not what I want. I want Aquaman style turtles yes, as my skis, right. dolphins as the it, boat, and I'm skiing. And that's them. how that's supposed to happen. That's I'm with exactly. you. Thank I know. You. We've all seen it. For We've real. I know. Um, Listen, it gets freaky as shit. It does. Well, I just want to say you have not been um, the most excited about approaching an ocean ever. I love being at the ocean. You love being on the beach. I can the look land. at it, right. and it's very peaceful. Well, two weeks ago, we had friends visit, Shit. so we went to the beach. Right. Yeah, we did. And um, I love going in the water and the ocean, despite the fact that there are sharks and gay sharks, mostly yes. gay sharks here. Yes. Um, lots of those, lots of dolphins. Yeah, that's what you say. I heard about those. They're fun. 
But we made a commitment. Well, I forced you to make a commitment. Right? Let's be right? more clear. Oh, and now that I think of Meg and that, it's, I'm terrified. <laughs> Listen, you're going to have to do it. You're going to go into the ocean, into the water, above <sighs> the waist. Yes, the water has I'm going to do it the above the waist. You know, yeah. that's the perfect uh, depth for bull sharks to bite it... you. <laughs> so, well, I would just like jellyfish, that, let's add that on. sting you. They sting you. And so I don't they... want to ask you to pee on me, so no, this well, cannot happen. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Even if writhing in pain, no. you could die. It was a I man look at you and I'm I like, don't want you, you to suck. pee on me. I'm just right. <laughs> this is a not okay conversation no. anymore. You but know yeah, what I'll do? there's so many fucking things out there. It, there's so many are. There, there's, there are so many. There's so many are. There's so many are. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'll do. Anytime we go to the beach, I will have my emergency gallon that is of pee smart. ready. Just, so I never have to pee on, on you. I just it's randomly just ready. pour it on people. Pour, pour it on like, people. Oh, they look like <laughs> they're, they're sunbathing. Like, right, exactly. Like I was just yeah. resting. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I just yeah. want to be sure. <laughs> Are you stung? No. Just in case. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> we call it preemptive. Pre- and, you know, we're trying. Exactly. Preventative care is important. It really is. Honestly, like, have you noticed it. though? Like you mentioned jellyfish. Yeah. I notice more jellyfish in up north Pacific, like yes. off of Oregon yes. or uh, Washington, that I've noticed down here. I don't know. Is if it they... temperature? I think it is. However, I do know that there. there's like jellyfish in like Hawaii where it's warm and like oh, Mexico. Oh, the, the yeah. mean ones the real are ones. out there. The one that will take you down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The box jellies. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. Right, the kind that like paralyze you in two yeah, seconds. Like, yeah, even if you were like out of the water, you're still uh, gonna die. Yeah, like it's you no fun because it takes jellies. your respiratory system and goes, yeah. "We're done." Shit. So I don't know. Maybe like they just don't like California. Maybe they're like very maybe. pretentious anti-California. Ooh, the people. sharks have staked. It's like mm. gangs. It's like gangs. The yeah. sharks have staked their claim. Because yeah. excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shark whatever sightings and everything are up this year. They have Thank increased you. a tiny bit. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. the deaths and injuries have not. What does that tell you? They're not interested in they're, us. Well, I don't think they're interested, but it happens. It does happen. No, you're right. right you're right. It's not like they're looking for to pick a fight, but like No, right. If you land in their mouth, they'll still bite you know, and right. Well, rogue sharks. sharks. Rogue sharks. Rogue sharks, which is what Jaws was based on. Rogue Sharks. Yeah. Uh, can that be a name of a band, by the oh, way? Oh, it should be. That's a good name. I yeah. think so. Better yeah. than Bloody Dandruff. Oh, well, that's You're a punk band. someone out here. I am. <laughs> I promised him I'd plug Bloody <laughs> Dandruff. Oh, and his, by the way, if you heard last week, uh, his name's Tyrone. Tyrone. <laughs> he's this, super butch. Yeah, this is your butch, butch uh, right? guy. Butch right? queen. Yeah, the he's, butch queen. Yeah, he's a butch queen. Ooh, butch queen. oh, Tyrone, are you listening? You're a butch queen. That's Sergey. You can talk to him about that. <laughs> no, he's so funny. So um, yeah, I wanted to make sure give a shout out to. I love it. Yeah, but I hate that name. I know. I, what listen, the, that makes me rogue sharks. Icky rogue sharks. Don is a better punk band. You are a badass. Totally. Yeah, you're, you're a, a badass. fucking badass. And you don't give a fuck about the rules because you're a rogue. Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck the whole mm-hmm. like clan of sharks. What's that you, called? Your clan of sharks. I don't That's know. Cool. Do they no? Do they hang out? I don't. I think they I don't. I think they're loners. I think they are. Loners. They are like the sharks from West Side Story. Yeah. Yes. They don't have a gang. No, they dance. Yeah. Do a little, <laughs> <laughs> little musical. Numbers. Can a shark please when it attacks? That you? would be like, hilarious. 
I mean, we've learned that they'll dancing. approach you. They will approach you to sign a very polite way. Yeah, <laughs> just sign yeah. petition. Hi, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Which <laughs> Do again... you care about prisoners in jail? <laughs> You're like, okay, sure. <laughs> which again reminds me, I've talked about it before, which is Saturday Night Live when they had, way back in the day, the <laughs> land shark. shark. You can knock on your door. Pizza. <laughs> I know that's you, shark. I love it. Selling vacuum cleaners. Yeah. No, and then they open the door sillyly, and the shark eats them. And the shark eats them. I know. It's These are the real things threat. I love talking. Yes. Yeah. The real threat. Perfect. I love I this so much. Um, speaking of Saturday Night Live and TV shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are you watching? Let's, okay, let's can I tell it. you? I reluctantly started watching something. Mm -hmm. Like it came out on Netflix. Shout sure. out to Netflix. Um, and I saw it, and I'm like, it looks dumb. I'm not gonna watch that show. Right. Um, and then I was at my friend's house, and they're like, let's watch the first episode. I'm like, fuck. So you do it to be nice. Right. And now I have to watch it all because because you like it. Well, the jury is out, but it is interesting enough mm -hmm. that I'm like. Ugh, I have to go. I have to give it another chance. Right. It's called Kiss Me First. Okay. It is very much, very much like Ready Player One. Okay. The movie. So it's that whole people. It's in the future. People mm -hmm. escape by going to the virtual reality. Okay. And it is a whole okay. world. But there's a story in there different, and the story is what makes you. I forgive them for like stealing the whole concept. Yeah, basically um, it is stolen. Yeah. Right. But fascinating, huh. weird. Some shit's happening. Okay. But you don't know what or why. That is good mystery. Interesting. Basically, I just told you that I don't know anything. How do I even I know. know that much? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it made me go, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. So you've just one episode down. I just one, one episode, episode in. Okay. So the binging hasn't begun yet. Well, soon. I yeah. feel like if an if a episode or a show catches you on the first episode... Yeah. And then you watch the second and it keeps that attention, it's bingeable. Like that's like right? that's really it. I like agree. if you keep going. But you know, I worry because mm -hmm. I've been bitten before with what was that? OA the OA. OA. I still have not brought myself to, to do to it. go down that well, journey. Our friend Jabril, mm -hmm. he thinks you should. I don't know. Sorry, Jabril. I don't know. I think you watch the first four episodes and then you you'll wanna watch more, but don't because I'm telling you it's a whole other show after that one. Just stick it's to like the they four. completely had a new director. Such I don't know. A new, new writer. A new huh. what the fuck. Huh. Like, what's with the dance moves? Listen, I'm just telling you. They dance? Fascinating. Mm. Okay. I'm going to uh, hey, It's so horrible. And because it's not, I, no, you have to watch it to understand. I will but yeah, it so that's why I'm like, oh, mm. do I want to watch past the first mm. one? Because it, they're going to trick me and then rip It'll you to bad. shreds by being the worst thing you've ever seen. Ugh. That's right, OA. I know you that's got a hard. season two, but you heard me. Yeah, mm. you hate that show. Oh, Would hate you it? watch the second season I to am... see if they, it's redemption? Style? I might watch the first episode, but okay. they it was so royally It'll fucked up. It'll you again. And we'll see if they, they go back to the, what it should have been. Yeah. But they really, they they took it and put it in the blender and then put a nuclear bomb and blew it up. <laughs> so, I mean, they did they did all they could. They completely What are you binging or what do you want to binge or uh, where's the binginess happening? What is your binge? What is your yeah, binge? What is your binge? Hashtag. Um, hashtag my binge is... Uh, currently just finished Big Little Lies because season two is coming up and I haven't seen the first one. I haven't seen the first one. Oh, either. it's good. Is it good? It's good. I heard it's mm -hmm. excellent. It's phenomenal. Well, okay, so here's my thing. The first season is based on a book. Yes. So like the whole story. Just like Handmaid's Tale. Uh, just like Handmaid's, right. It goes through and like um, follows a script and so now they're coming out with a second and I'm like, how? What are you going to do? How do you? Yeah. Like I know they're bringing back the original writer and they're co-writing with like TV writers so they're right. going to make it good right. but... I'm like, where does the story go? Well, you've seen 
Have you guys seen both seasons of Handmaid's Tale? Yes, yeah. What did you think of season two? So here's my thing about season two is I think it was good, and it definitely, like, fucks you up, like, emotionally. Oh. But it's... I know, right? <laughs> Watch that. Right? <laughs> Great. But it's like, I feel like the direction they go, they do sometimes put... You know when shows, like, push to justify the story where they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. here's why we're going, and you're like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. That's not how that works. Yeah. So there were moments of that, but it was still good. So I'm curious if... Yeah. Because they're similar in that they're based on books and yet we have chosen to go beyond the book. Exactly. I'm curious. Right. Big Little Lies has majorly famous women in it. Nicole Kidman. Oh my God. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon's in it. Yeah. And other people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me. I know their faces, and if I saw their name, oh, I'd be fuck, like, that's, that's them. the worst. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. You know. I, but you know Nicole Kidman. I know Nicole and Kidman. And of course, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. They're both in there. There are other famous women in there. There are. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's amazing. And when does Alexander the next season come out? Oh, well, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. When's the next season come out? I think it's in August. Because can we I just think say? I it is. Yeah. You, I, I told you who I found out is in season two. Yes. Meryl Streep. Right now. I know, Meryl and I don't know Streep. how they do that. All I have to tell you is I'd watch it just because Meryl's in it. I'd just be like, oh, I got to But I you love Nicole really Kidman, too. Yeah. So I want to watch, but it's only on Hulu. It is only on yeah. Hulu. It is. That's the sad thing. People, but it's I do Netflix, so everything needs to go to Netflix. Bring it over. Yes. Well, I, I, was, I think it was a Hulu original, wasn't it? It's an HBO. HBO. Okay. Ooh, so the uh, HBO doesn't ever go on Netflix. That's the sad no, part. It doesn't. They I'm don't like, make it. Do, there's they, no deal. There's no deal. Somebody didn't messed up the deal. I know. Netflix, we're giving you a phone call. Yeah. And we're what'd you yelling do? at you. What'd you do? How'd you fuck up But HBO? I am curious. So it's... And I, I don't know what it is about, but I hear it's really good. Yeah, it so, is. So, okay, binge that. Yeah, so there you go. There's two things that binge slash was binging, but is good. Um, and then, okay, here's my current, um, what I've been going through in the oh, last Oh, he's been drama. I, oh, such true. drama. My life can never be simple. No. Um, so, two weeks ago, I was in the ocean, as we previously mentioned. Yes, with I the had gay a, sharks. With the gay sharks. The dolphins, like. We're swimming around me, doing little things. It was great. They wanted to rape you. They wa- I said no. And no means no. <laughs> oh, and they dolphin. listened. That was they, nice of them. I learned dolphin. They were feeling. I was like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. He said no. Great. Moving on. <laughs> you that's just have to secret. learn how to say no. Yeah, people, dolphin. if you didn't say no in dolphin, that's why they got you. Um, so <laughs> I got water in my ear. That whole week, it was like on and off Which water. is normal in the Which ocean. Which is normal. Right. You wouldn't think right. anything of it. You're like, oh, I got water in my ear. It's going to go away. Yeah, no big deal. Like, I, if it doesn't come out now, I'll sleep on that ear. It runs yeah. out. Yeah. Well, it didn't run out for a whole week. So I was like, this is kind of weird. It was like on and off. Like, would right. frog. Yeah, because you could. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Cole, in his infinite wisdom, always tells me to do... Q-tips, which on the box it says do not insert in your ear canal, and I don't which like to. Which is the to. weirdest thing, because it's like, Q-tips, why do you exist? Why do you, you exist? Even, even you tell even us. Even you. Exactly. And they, this is what gets me. They always say, go around the ear. Well, yeah. that's not doing shit That's not doing me. shit. I can do that myself with a wash. Uh-huh. We're exactly. good, yeah. Yeah, I but can yeah, do that yeah. in the That's a thing. Yeah. My mom did it, and yeah, I was like, I, I don't know why. I don't like to, because I know my ears no. are going to clog yeah. them up. Well, it did. You're just pushing it down. It, you're pushing it in, exactly. And yeah. that's what, so a few days ago, I had to go to the urgent care because it was so bad and it was swelling and Yeah, because you had pain. I had pain. Yeah, so I was like, this seriously. is a problem. And he's like, honey, you do not use a Q-tip because it literally shoves it all back yes. and creates a wall. Yes. Well, they tried to wash it out. They couldn't wash it out. Created the Great Wall of China. Created a fucking, yeah, Great Wall of the Barrier Reef or yeah. something in there. Like things were growing, probably. It was right, a garden. Right, gross. The mushrooms you had. Gross. Those, oh, yeah, gross. Out of my ear. 
Punk robots so much. <laughs> no, but yeah, so it, it, it took a while. They scheduled a specialist appointment. Well, luckily, I don't know what had happened um, that it got a little loose, but I went down for a poop. Um, I sat down, and the pressure of me pooping right? um, lodged I feel like most of it out. <laughs> you're, you were straining so much. I feel like your brain had two options. Let's yeah. clear his ear, or we can give him an aneurysm. Aneurysm or clear the ear. Yeah, yeah. so and I'm glad it chose to clear I, the ear. Me too. Me too, because I do not want to die on the camp. But it did. It yeah, you texted me right away, mm-hmm. because that's the sort of friends we are. That's the kind of friends. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and today. And today, so I also got these drops that clear it out, but they can't clear a blockage out like that, but they can like clear remnants out kind Right, of thing. right, right. Well, I did it last night. It was great. This morning, like, here I am, hearing all of a sudden. Um, I have the antibiotics from the urgent care that cleared out the infection. See, I'm good to go. I love it because listen, the mm-hmm. the difference between yesterday and today is, is night and day. Night it's yeah, because you were in so much pain for oh. a few days. I was I was Jewish mothering. Yeah, I yeah. really oh, it, it was triggered bad. that in I me. Canceled on so many things because I was like, I yeah. cannot go out. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, because it was horrible. It was, yeah. and being out in the public like. <laughs> Kids running around, or crowds, or loud noises, or motorcycles driving by, trying to basically, to have a big if dig. life is happening, life is happening. <laughs> it hurts. No, and we don't live in a neighborhood where there isn't a lot of people mm-hmm. going. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm so glad you're better. Me too. Because you had to go through something. I decided I would get sick for the first time in California. Yes. Which I was in my brain. I'm like, yeah. people don't get sick in California. No, I know what the fuck. That's ridiculous. Yeah. This is California. It's California. I get it's like summer. overnight. It's California. the biggest. Like hit me like a rock. I get Ugh. a fever. I get aches, yep. and all of a sudden, I have the worst head cold I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So I even had to stay home from work. I just couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, you really. Did. Um, but then the fever went away and the aches went away. But now I have this wonderful raspy voice uh, <laughs> and a cough. But it's weird. I'm like, that's not supposed. No. 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 And it lasts so long. Oh, the it's cough always week. hangs yeah. out. Oh. oh. And then, of course, I love my bosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boss, she goes, well, you know, you're just not supposed to claim it. If you, if you feel like you're getting sick, you're just like, no. I'm not. Okay. I'm all about manifestation and positive right. energy, but I'm like... I tried to tell it no. Yeah. I did. You can't wish It was like, fuck away. you. I'm coming. And it was awful. And I'm looking around like, where did I get it? Right? Because right. I don't know anybody right. who's sick. Right. Except I do ride public transportation. You do. And lots of people there often sounds like mm. they are dying. I so think that's where I, it must be. Plus, it was when it was super hot. So I'm sure Ugh. it helped incubate that shit. Totally. It was probably the seat you chose. And it like it some is. Remnant. Well, what's so funny, last week I was sick. Because yeah. last week, it was the day after the fever and everything. Right. But I had to fake it. Because right. we did the great show with we Bronco did. We did. At, down at the Sportsman's Lodge, which we were super excited. But I'm like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm sick. Right. So I faked that whole thing. No one you knew You did it. a good job. All I've got to do is hope that no one got sick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> After hugging But then I found out one up. of the producers that showed up mm-hmm. was also having the same thing. But right. he also faked it because I didn't know that either. I didn't either. I just thought yeah. he was like, like quite reserved. Quiet. But it's like, he's like, yeah. yeah. I know, right? Yeah. So anyways. You should do the Phoebe thing where if you have that raspy voice, you go and sing in your sexy voice oh right because you know there you are so it's bad for your voice it is but to push sexy. it through yeah i know I, don't, don't i know listen drink some what milk before no that's bad too that's the worst tea thing you do for you a cold tea. always do, okay. do tea lemon tea you know lemon. things like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's 
Good task. Good task. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's that's all it. the information you yeah. needed. <laughs> I know we're gonna have a super fun guest. We are. Oh, uh, we're it. about to bring him on. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. We, you guys, uh, fans of the Martini Lounge, you have not heard him. We're friends with them from the yes. old days. From outspoken. From, yeah, from mm -hmm. radio days. We've talked to him. Mm -hmm. We've talked to actors who've yep. worked with him. We've. I mean, this he's man awesome. is a, he's a really great guy, so I'm excited uh, to have him on in just Me a minute. Me too. Our next guest is a true artist to books and movies from a boy band. He has done it all. With his production company, Border to Border, he continues to bring us amazingly entertaining, funny, and even heartfelt projects. In his latest film, Shadowlands, he delves into the many facets of love in three acts. It's delivered with the eye of an artist, and comes off almost like a painting in motion. Here to talk to us about this and all the fabulous that is and can be is our friend, Charlie David. Charlie, how are ya? Hey, great guys. Thanks so much for having me back. Really we are appreciate so it. excited. Yeah, back because you were you were on our show <laughs> way back in uh, our radio days. Yeah. That was like two, three years ago. Yeah. Wow. And, and That's right. And it works so well. And of course, we've worked with you like because we've loved supporting your movies that come out, but we haven't had you on in a while. Mm -hmm. And so this is gets to be your uh, first foray into our uh, successful podcast, The Martini Lounge, and that's super exciting for us. Yeah, congratulations. It is. It's super exciting. Thank you. <laughs> right? Thank you. Okay, now, hold on, though, because before we can get into business and talk about this beautiful movie that Sergey and I had the honor of seeing, I have got to know about For Now, a boy band. I can't... <laughs> yeah. how, did I, how did I miss that so many years well, ago? I, I noticed it in the... Um, as you were reading the, the intro, actually, yeah. there was a bit of a question mark. Right? It's like, boy huh? band? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well-placed, well-placed question mark, yeah. I think, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was um, kind of a short-lived thing, like like the title of, of the group for now. It was, you know, um, the, the title we didn't even... You know, we didn't we didn't know uh, who we should be as a group, and and I think we like even put it out to radio listeners, and and somebody called in probably as a joke, and then we you know we kept it, um, also kind of thinking, well, this will just be a joke. We'll right. come up with something better, and <laughs> never did. So it it that's who we were for our short lived band life. <laughs> I I love that. And I, you were described kind of as a uh, larger than life uh presence in that band. What is what does that even mean? Um <laughs> I think it was probably my dance moves although it uh -huh. could have been my fashion yeah. or my hair. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I I had a lot of different hairstyles in a very short period of time. Like in that in those 2 years there were Long surfer waves. I think nice. you know it was often straight ironed. Sure. Like <laughs> I think my my fashion had safety pins half the time. Oh, acid well, wash. You, you know, were literally. on trend, sir. You were on trend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an image you got to keep up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's an it's an image. Is right. is quite it's a an sentence. image. <laughs> but you say you say that it was short lived, but it lived long enough that did I read that you opened for Destiny's Child in pink? Yeah, yeah. We, oh my god! I mean, we were based out of so out of modest Las Vegas, over here. and I so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think we just, you know, we had some, we had uh, good management, although sometimes 
questionable choices with who we were paired up with. So, you know, Destiny's Child and and Pink, that was kind of fun, but we also had, um, uh, you know, we opened for for Snoop Dogg at one point, and that was, you know, like... Um, <laughs> That's a total audience, audience crossover, audience lo- right? Yeah, they had they had question marks on their faces when they were performing. <laughs> that's that's for sure. As especially when we came out singing, you know, yeah. a ballad for right. you know white mm-hmm. dudes, and right. they're like, "Well, okay, what's going on here?" But um, yeah, I think that was that was the summer of the song song. Remember oh, that? Oh, God, I try to forget wow. that. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I remember it well. I so, was in high school. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. <laughs> do you do you miss those days um, in a in a boy band performing on stage? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know you could have been the next Justin Bieber. Right. I mean, it was just waiting for you. Had <laughs> acting not come along. Yeah, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Oh, I felt God. like I no, I felt like I was in somebody else's. Sure. You know, concocted dream. It, you know, I I enjoy music, but it was never, mm-hmm. never kind of what I was hoping to do. That that group literally came out of out of nowhere with a phone call um, from a friend who said, "I'm in this band. We're looking for a bass member. Will can you fly down to California and and start next week?" And I was like, "Wow, what?" Okay, sure. But, you know, when you're, I think I was 18 or 19 when that started. And Mm -hmm. at that time in your life, you just, you say yes to stuff because totally. Why not? Totally. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's an experience you will never forget. (laughs) Story to tell. And I'm going (laughs) to dig up the pictures so that I won't forget. Thankfully, yeah. that was before the internet, guys. Oh, oh that's so rude. Uh, it's so disposable bad. somewhere. Dang it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I want to know how, uh, mo- moving on a little bit from that, how did uh, Border to Border come about? I mean, did you just want to have uh, a little bit more control over the many projects that you do? Um, was that a little easier for you? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think like lots of creative people being able to steer your own ship is right. is an important part of kind of manifesting what you want to do in the world. And um, and I think, yeah, like so shortly after maybe I had done the soap opera Dante's Cove, mm-hmm. I wanted to start producing. And, and so the first film that I did was uh, one called Mulligans, which I had mm-hmm. um, right. written and then helped produce. And and that's, that was kind of the beginning of, of Border to Border in many ways. And, and from there, I mean, I think I've started to really find my stride more as a producer and, and director than, mm-hmm. than uh, in front of the camera. I still do that occasionally, but sure. a really... Uh, yeah, it's where you know I get a lot of a lot of uh, joy, and I think that I'm you know good at the the business side of this weird business as well. So well, and what I love about Border to Border is we always know it's going to be something we're going to find interesting and want to see. So I love it. Like we had an old producer who was who was great, and he would always send us anything new that you were doing. 
Um, and Border to Border really does a lot of really quality work. But I let's bring it over to uh, the the recent movie Shadowlands. It's is it true? Mm-hmm. It's based on a a book of short stories. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I had done a an anthology of of short stories, kind of you know queer, um, homoerotic. Some of them, you know, a little bit supernatural or paranormal. Totally. And um, and yeah. So I'd written some some uh, a few TV scripts uh, based on on those uh, short stories, and and that's right. That's how the the miniseries kind of came about. It's, uh, I mean, we've put it out as a, a trilogy of three stories that are exploring love. Uh, one is about um, two people in a relationship who are on a, uh, a camping trip and they're negotiating the terms of their relationship. They're talking about opening their relationship where, and then of course they discover a mysterious stranger in the woods and, right, yes. you know, things happen. Um, another one is about a narcissist trying to grasp exactly what love is because, you know, he's only kind of obsessed with himself. And then the third one is um, star-crossed lovers and the morning of a lost love. Oh, my God. That one uh, kills me. I, that I one cried. Kills yeah, absolutely. Me. That one is rough. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I th- okay. So each of these three stories, I mean, like you were, you were saying, they're kind of a vignette and it seems like they're their own piece of art and they are sort of all kind of tied mm. together. Um, that first one, it's very unique. Kind of talk to us a little bit about the motivation behind the first story and what you were trying to, um, kind of what you were trying to give. And this is the one that's mm-hmm. the nar- narcissist, the narcissist. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're right. Each one is set in its own time and world. Um, it is, you know, somewhat fantasy of course. So right. narcissists, I had, I was kind of inspired by the idea of 1920s Berlin, so oh, totally. uh, a time when you know sexuality was was you know people were were kind of pushing the boundaries around that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very exciting time, um, but I kind of took inspiration from this idea that you know early plastic surgery techniques were starting to be developed post World War One, um, and and. So and some of it just from like from needs that came out of uh, World War One, you know, from amputees to people, right. you know, uh, being blinded by mustard gas, etc. Right. So I had this idea of this kind of over the top party where all these kind of a gathering of peacocks, as it were, uh-huh. um, all surrounding this central uh, kind of madman, this you know plastic surgeon who was bent on on perfection. And everybody at the party would be masked or bandaged or, or costumed in a way that hinted at the idea that they were being worked on by him. They were kind of, you know, his, uh, the subjects in his experiments, but covering up the parts of themselves that were still healing to be beautiful and still attend the party. Um, but that's, that's kind of an exploration in his search for, for love and the idea is that he can't find it. There's all these beautiful people at his, at his home and he's still searching and not able to grasp what, what all these other people have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it has a bit of a, uh, a tr- 
tragic end, I would say. And oh, yeah, even yeah, as a, <laughs> yeah. a grotesque end. Right, so, right. And, yeah. Well, I find um, it, it's a lot like, I, always, I like to think of it as, it's like American Psycho met the 80s erotic thrillers. Totally. All in one, and it's like, Everything you love and also are terrified of, uh-huh. all in one. All That's in a good one. way of saying it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. No, it yeah, is. Yeah, I think yeah. there is. Yeah, there's there's aspects of you know kind of American Psycho in there, and um, I mean to be honest, I was kind of like, where did this come from? This came out of me, like as right. a writer, <laughs> right. it, you know? Because yeah, your boyfriend's just, all of a sudden just scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just looking at me quizzically from the corner <laughs> of the room. No, right. um, but you know, each of them. It was uh, very fun because they held their own challenges in terms of sure. I don't know things I had not done before. You know, in in producing scripted material, how does one go about cutting off somebody's face? Right. You know, for example. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. It's true. And um, you, and uh, scarily enough, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so, well, I'm I'm glad to hear, but people, yeah, definitely have a, a gut reaction to that one. <laughs> oh, right. Well, and it it is definitely aesthetically just beautiful. I mean, the main character—that's a hard role to live up to because he's so bent on perfection. But you you got someone who, uh, well, it worked really well because he was beautiful. Yeah. But all each of your three vignettes that you you uh worked on here are both we mentioned it in the opening they're both very like they're gorgeous they're not only this very intriguing stories but they're beautifully visualized uh, is that was that uh first of all are you a painter second of all was that you know something that you went after that you wanted to make sure that that was a focus of you as well yeah absolutely i mean i think what was exciting for 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 me as a, a director on this one is that I'd been working in documentary for quite a while, like maybe the past three or four years and almost exclusively in documentary and mm-hmm. lifestyle television. And that medium is really fun and I'm a very curious person. So I, I, I love exploring and, and learning new things through, um, through my doc work, but you are limited in limited in terms of what's on the frame, what's in the frame, because, you know, if I arrive to interview somebody at their house or their office or what have you, I, I mean, in documentary, I need to also reflect the environment that they inhabit. Right. 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 So I'm not going to go about like changing about their living room or redecorating or anything. And Uh, so it is what it is, but in, in scripted, everything that's in that frame is a, is a choice. Right. From from the costuming, everything that you're that you're hearing and seeing. And so it was an opportunity for me to to play in a new way and, you know, kind of stretch my wings and explore in, um, you know, in a way that I'd been dreaming about and and wanting to play in that way. So, yeah, it was a very thoughtful process in terms of the uh, the costuming and the locations where we were and um to your point of the the third story, which is about the the painter who mm-hmm. is mourning the loss of his lover and has been commissioned by a ch- uh, by a church to paint a saint, and through that that commission, he ends up in his mourning 
obsessively painting his deceased boyfriend. Right. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I love, I love all types of artists. I love musicians. I love right. visual artists. I just, I, you know, I gravitate to those people and I love to learn about their craft and what they're doing. So I, I do have a lot of friends who are visual artists and I'm constantly asking to visit their studios and, you know, catch up with like, what are you working on now? And let me see. And can I poke around? And, um, and so I was, I don't paint myself. I do some mosaic work because I think it's more forgiving because you're just breaking a bunch of glass. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like collage, right? Yeah. Yeah, Right. If you squint, you'll see a bird. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, I had a, a a friend of mine, one of my artist friends from Montreal, Andrew Moncrief, uh, did all the the paintings for for that piece. Well, kind of the three stages and they're, they're big. They're five, five feet wide by seven feet tall Mm -hmm. because they're lifelike Mm -hmm. paintings. Right. So, um, it was really fun to, you know, uh, cast Mark Devine who played, uh, my boyfriend in that story and then go in and have these paintings created and then ship to Toronto and, you know, to see them, um, up for the first time and then to work on them was, was super fun. You know, I loved getting my hands dirty and, and working with the paints and, um, you know, trying to follow the lines as best I could of Andrew's work. Mm-hmm. Right. right. <laughs> mess it up too much. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I can only do paint by numbers. So yeah. yeah. Even no. that. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Even that is right. <laughs> yeah. It better be a, a, a blank circle. <laughs> true, exactly. True. That's my You painted job. the sun. Good job, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you wrote, directed, starred this whole, you know, the whole um, Shadowlands project. What element did you, you know, like more, the directing, the acting, the starring, or is that kind of all just, you know, your, your favorite? Mm. We shot uh, the last story, Pygmalion Revisited, first. That's mm-hmm. the one that I acted in. Right. And we started with it because at the time it was the one that scared me the most, right? Like really? it's a, it's a, it's quite an emotionally Very. just, yeah. I mean, it's just wrought with emotional shit that you got to kind of deal with <laughs> yeah. as an actor yeah. or a director or anybody. Right. So, and I was also afraid because it had been a few years. I think the last uh, thing I had done as an actor was paternity leave, yeah, uh, you know, a so comedy. Great. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So, um, so it'd been, you know, a while since I had worked those muscles even. So I was, I was nervous guys. I was like, I was, you know, scared about how that was going to go as well as nervous about this is my first time directing scripted stuff. So yeah. not only kind of trying to manage it myself, but also direct the other actors and direct my crew. And, and that one, um, you know, I was just so fortunate to have such an, awesome team of co-creators on it that mm-hmm. were so patient with me that allowed me the time to, you know, be in the role, be where I needed to be emotionally, take a step away, look at the, look at the take, decide what worked, what didn't work, if sure. we needed to go again or not. And then, you know, I used music a lot. I, I would put in my, uh, you know, my earbuds and just, find a song that helped me kind of drop back into the space that I needed to be 
for the acting part of it and just kind of go back and forth that way. But when, once we finished that one and then I was staring down doing narcissist next, I was, equally terrified. It didn't get better. I was just like, oh, yeah. okay, now there's just brand new challenges. You know? right. yeah. And that one is More. had to have been, yeah, that one, there was a lot of meat to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, literally. It, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Both ways, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, each of that, you know, and the the mating season, oh. uh, one which is the, the middle story with mm. the, the couple out camping in the woods, you know, Beautiful. by many respects, very simple, or, mm. you know, it like, it, it looks very simple because we're, we're out in the woods and whatnot, but let me tell you, the challenge of shooting something 100% outside means yeah. you're also at the mercy of Mother Nature, totally. right? So, <laughs> wow, we yeah. had, you know, and when you're on short indie shoots like mm. this, you yeah. got to make do or make, you know, like, makes make the sun shine even when it's raining so there were right. some nights where i was up worried where we were you know looking down thunderstorms for the next two days and thinking i'm gonna have to pitch a tent in a hotel room right like, oh a... <laughs> well i kept thinking we didn't we those... didn't have to but yeah, yeah i kept thinking those guys don't wear a lot of clothing they no, must they be freezing yeah i just Absolutely. kept thinking way to act like you're not oh, shivering that, yeah I know. <laughs> That's right. Especially yeah. and swimming and all that. That, yeah. that one we shot in October oh my gosh. in Canada. Oh. Remember? Like, oh yeah, my we live God. up no, here. No. So yeah. We, we lucked oh. out with some sunny days. Okay. But still, yeah, those guys were, they were troopers getting in the river in, right. you know, in October in Canada in just yeah. tidy whities yeah. yeah, right. That's, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Seriously, That's they're dedicated. Lot. Now, what what inspired you, first of all, to to do these short stories and then to make them to the movies? What what were the topics, or what was it that tugged at you and said you have to create this? Mm. Yeah, that's funny. I think you know stories stories are funny that way. That some just kind of stick around and they they tug at your your heart or your soul and say, "I want to get made." And some of them have voices and scream and shout and, you know, throw tantrums a little bit stronger than others. And so you bring your attention there. And I think that's, you know, with Shadowlands, it was one that I, I wanted to do for, for a while because I, I enjoy that, that kind of genre. And it was also, um, very enticing for me to, to be able to create these different worlds in you know in each story i also saw it from a from a business standpoint as uh an interesting move to because it's it's you know it's perfect as a television trilogy or to start oh, yeah. a series totally. as well as how i repackaged it as uh kind of this anthology style film that could do the film festivals and stuff yeah. so you know there that was my producer hat <laughs> right. looking at right. it and going like how can i you know cut this cloth and make two things. Right. Um, but yeah, I think just, you know, the, this, the exploration about love at the end of the day, I'm a romantic, even if sometimes my characters do awful things mm -hmm. to each other in the pursuit of figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But, but I think that's what it was. It was just kind of this idea of, can we go on an emotional and cathartic mm -hmm. journey that can be surprising uh, for for an audience because that's the like the type of stuff that I like to watch. 
totally. Yes. And it was. It was an emotional and surprising journey really in all three different ways, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate a lot about yeah. that. Now, so last time we talked, Charlie, you had just um, either finished or it was released the paternity leave film that you were on, and we were talking about that. You know, your comedy so much since then has changed for us, and certainly so much has changed for you. How do you think your art or your work has grown since those two, three years ago, however long it's been? Mm. Um, it just, it, you know, it keeps getting busier, which is great. Good. At the same Good. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I'm figuring out it. Like life is funny, right guys? Like you, yeah, totally. we all set goals for ourselves mm -hmm. and we think, oh my gosh, when I'm able to do that, that'll be so cool. And then a little while later you wake up and you're doing that and you already have your eyes on the next prize. And oh, I, yeah. you know, I, I try and remind myself and, you know, my circle of people I care about just to remember, like to have gratitude and, rem and re mm -hmm. remember that like, Hey, that guy, I'm so proud of you right now. Or that little boy who like dreamed of having a radio show or oh, working right. in TV because he thought it was so cool. <laughs> He's doing that now. You're doing it, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and to take that moment for, for gratitude and, and just to give a little pat on the back. And I think that that continues to help, you know, pave the road forward and and make it more joyful and and easygoing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that's what I you know I hope that I can continue to learn and continue to embrace moving forward, regardless of the type of uh, content that I'm that I'm putting out. And you know sometimes it's um, sometimes it's challenging stuff. Sometimes it's more purely commercially driven and, and not necessarily challenging. And I mm -hmm. think. That's also the thing that, we, you know, we all are in this challenge and uh, challenge of finding the balance of, right? Yeah, like totally. as, as a creator, you're, you're balancing commerce and, and yep. art or your interpretation of art mm -hmm. all the time. Exactly. Absolutely. And actually, what what a beautiful answer that whole yeah. thing. I'm just like I'm gonna replay it later. Yes, exactly. I feel like I can learn well, from you. There's a there's this awesome concept that I heard about just last week, and it's exactly what you're talking about. It's make your child self proud, and it's that you know look back on Aww. you know what your dreams mm -hmm. and inspirations were as a kid or however long ago, and remind yourself that hey, I'm making my child self proud yeah. in these certain ways, even if I don't think that I'm at a certain level, you know, you're still making yourself proud. Oh, I it's love good. warm, fuzzy mm -hmm. interviews. Yeah. It's perfect. Now, before we begin to start wrapping this up, we want to ask you, because we were talking about this in the intro to the show, um, you're very creative, obviously, and so no doubt you, you, you have shows you love and you binge. We were talking about shows that we, we binge right now. What's your favorite TV show? Oh, that's... Um... <laughs> I would, I mean, there's a lot of really good TV in different genres right now, but I, uh, I've been in love with The Handmaid's Tale. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you, if you guys have seen that, but to me, I mean, number one, it's, uh, you know, fellow Canadian Margaret Atwood who yes. wrote the piece and wrote it, you know, quite a while back where it didn't necessarily seem as apropos for the times right. as it does today when we yeah, watch right, it and we yeah. go, oh 
my God, this is frightening because it's yes. just it's just adjacent to where we are. You know, exactly. it's just a couple steps over and we could be there. And I mean, the cinematography is stunning. I'm constantly bothering my partner because we'll be sitting and watching and I'll be like, Patrick, it's like a painting. Look at that light. It's so beautiful. Uh-huh. How are they doing that? And he's like, shut up and just watch the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that one, I mean, there's something, yeah, lots of magical qualities about that. And then I guess maybe on a, in, you know, a different genre in, in documentary recently, I really appreciated Wild Wild West or Wild Wild Country on oh, on Netflix. Yeah, so good as well as The Staircase, um, oh. which was kind of more of. Have you guys seen that one? No, I, I'm what? watching what? it right now. I'm like, okay. what the actual fuck? Really? Yeah. Right. Oh my god. So it, good. Oh, I want to know. This yeah. is awesome. Okay. Well, if you like that one, try okay. Wild Wild Country. I mean, both of them. It's mm. just. I'm sitting there gobsmacked constantly just at the amount of footage that they have to be working with. I'm like, who had the camera in this moment? Like, who who let the, like, if, if that was me, like about to be on trial for murder or something, I may not let, let a bunch of eighties camcorders in the room. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, okay, you know what? I've watched murder. She wrote the camera Uh that did it. It's the cameraman. He knew, <laughs> he knew too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! No, it, I'm yeah. with you. Those are amazing. Now, I I have a question for you because we were talking about this earlier. Also, what do you think about these shows right now that are based on books, but like The Handmaid's Tale, and then they choose to go to season two, which mm-hmm. isn't in the book? How do you think you know uh, Big Big Little Lies? Big Little Lies is yep. also doing. Yeah. yeah. How do yep. you think? Do you think it's being pulled off? Because I haven't seen season Well, Meryl Streep is in it. Oh, yeah. Meryl Streep is going to be in it. So I'll watch anything. Of course, they're going to pull it off. Right, right, Um, right. Well, no, I think think that's, yeah, it's a very good point, right? That Uh, it was so masterfully done as a very complete season of, what was it, guys? Like six? Yeah, yeah, it was really. Mm -hmm. You know, pretty succinct. Yeah. And, And I think, I mean, that is, the magic of the time that we're living in now too, because we're shedding all these old rules of that things have to be, has to be seasons of 12 or 24 and they have to fit in this time frame. Like another one is black mirror, right? Oh my God. Yes. So good too. Right. But you have episodes that are 76 minutes and then like, 32 minutes and it doesn't freaking matter. No, exactly. To totally tell the different. story that you want to tell. Yeah. Yeah. There's and a lot that's more freedom. What's amazing. Yes. 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 And I think for artists, that's mm-hmm. such a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. they, they have oh, the totally. freedom of their art because, as we all know, who create things, it tells you what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. So if you force it, it, it's harder. It's harder to let the beauty of what it really Absolutely. is out. Yep. Absolutely, it is. Listen. Yeah. Well, for sure. Charlie, it's been an amazing oh my time to catch up to. So I know yeah, to talk about so good. Shadowlands. Where, where can people see Shadowlands? By the way, uh, so in in the U.S., yeah. uh, we have it up on Amazon and Vimeo okay. right now, and awesome. we'll be we'll be adding platforms. It's still playing at festivals, right? So right. kind of as we wrap up the festival run in uh, in the fall. Then we'll add more platforms, but mm-hmm. for right now, mm-hmm. Amazon and Vimeo in the U.S. 
Okay. That, it's I have to tell everybody. It's yeah. so worth Absolutely. watching. It's ab- it's beautiful. It's scary, oh, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. The I, first one's scary. The last one will will break your heart. But all together, all three are gorgeous. Beautiful. All exactly. Three are gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. You'll go through all of the emotions. <laughs> Every emotion is touched. Uh-huh. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time to watch. I, I really appreciate that More and for having me back on the show. Of course. Oh, now, of course. next time you're in LA, look us up. Yes. I will. Yeah, I absolutely will. Perf. Have a great night, guys. You too, you Charlie. Too. Good night. Bye. And that, of course, was the incomparable mm-hmm. Charlie the David. I absolutely adore him. First of all, he's the sweetest guy you'll ever talk to. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. That's so talented. So, yeah. It, it, what? You guys, please go to Amazon. Please go to Vimeo to watch yeah. this because Dude. he's not wrong. I mean, it, it, it's it's so cool. And he works on all these different emotions and levels. All of them. All these stories yeah. are amazing. They really are. I very much. I didn't want to mention it, so it sounded horrible. But um, I really enjoy the middle one because I love all three men. Oh yeah, they are <laughs> very gorgeous, beautiful, very and beautifully cast. You see a lot of them. You see much of their naked skin. ass. Yes, you a do a lot, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I love and a good I, naked ass. I do too. I love a good ass. Yeah, true, right. true. Doesn't have I to mean, be naked, it's just as nice when it's naked. But exactly. You're right. oh, yeah, it's the final Anyways, form. Of course, Charlie David, uh, absolutely amazing. I actually want to throw like a party and just show that on the wall. It's just one of those oh, yeah. really totally because it can be seen as a movie. Sit down and watch it with popcorn, or just as a piece of art. I really it totally is a piece of that's art. That's kind of how I. Yeah, how I agree. I it's that. it's a very good film, and I'm so glad we got to. Um, we got to see it and talk to Charlie about it again. I'm glad. Listen, I listen. Everybody who's listening, mm-hmm. all you agents and publicists, I always appreciate it when you let us see. Yes. When you let us <laughs> see the work that sneak we're going peek, to be talking about, and Charlie's always great about making I sure we know. get to see. I see. Know. So, and I can't wait to see what else the man comes up with. I, there's got to be. There's got to be some other amazing projects in oh, this future. He's not going to. He stop. never stops. First exactly. of all, he's like around my age, but he looks like he's. 20 years younger. So he's going to be around a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. Oh, he, he is. looks great. Beautiful That's true. Man. That's very true. Well, as always, as we always tell you, we bring you, you amazing guests and mm-hmm. we have so much fun doing it. And of course, Charlie is just the next. And so, yeah, yeah keep tuning in because we love what we do and we love you. So until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.